1: Jack Sprat could eat no fat His wife could eat no lean Back with us <laughs> is Linda Pollock The sexiest I've ever seen oh, it's
2: Yes, it's <laughs> Linda Bloody Pollock hey, How are you doing, my love? I'm all right, I'm all right yeah. What have you been up to? Bloody birthdays, right? What? It's one of those months where everyone has a birthday at once Why you? is that?
1: Oh, I know Mestral why Menstrual cycles No, i tell you exactly why you think about it; it's September, so people Christmas, Christmas having it off.
2: There's
1: got to be something about Christmas that's absolute. I mean, I, I find Christmas so bloody boring. There's got to be something to enjoy about it. Oh,
3: you thank me, <laughs> <don't> you, boy!
1: <laughs> After you've done the
2: stockings, you know, maybe that. Go on. So, whose birthday? What's oh, been God. happening? Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. So yeah. I've got, you know, they're all. They've been 40 year olds, so they shouldn't be bothered about birthdays anymore. Right. But of course, we're now entering our second childhoods, right? Because okay. a lot of us are separated and stuff. Yeah. And so we're relying on friends to make us feel special. So there's been a lot of that going on.
1: What do people buy each other? Viagra. <laughs> What is it? I
2: believe that can be a, a, a thoughtful gift.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Why not? Why not? Well, uh, whose party did you go to? Anyone I know?
2: No one you know. No, no. Was it a party,
1: or did you, you just? It was
2: more of a gathering of friends. You know, wonder... one of them where, yeah.
1: Not invited again. Non-taken. It doesn't matter doesn't matter, Linda. We're gonna go straight to Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. And once again, I I cannot leave this one alone, A Day in the Afterlife, once again, Sandria Mosses, Andrea Moss, or Sandra Moss, the the world-renowned medium, Sandria Mosses, connects a reader with a loved one in spirit who's discovered what their life is like on the other side. Now, I want to just say this absolutely clearly i believe in the afterlife yeah that is what i've visited beyond the celestial veil but i cannot and I, this might be a comfort to some people but it's so ludicrous this time it's sarah bascini asked her to contact her dad paul
2: yeah and it, what happens is that sandria mosses compiles this these thoughts from yeah. the, from the beyond the celestial rail there's a sort of well, like a postcard, really, isn't it? It's like a postcard from, and the last one we read
1: last week, will y'all remember this? It was a bit like it came from, you know, something from an old people's home, you know. Still, anyway, <coughs> is what her dad wants to say to us. So let's go to it.
2: Hello, Sarah. Yeah. This is the dad. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be speaking to you directly. I've tried so hard over the years to reach you, but you are too doubting. Yeah, that's it. That is true. Don't doubt these things. That's just like a dad, isn't it? Guilt tripping from Mm, beyond the veil. Okay. You want solid proof it's me, and unfortunately, I'm not allowed to do that. Who says that? The The foreman again. It's called interfering. Apparently. I'm
1: afraid you can't do that. That is interfering. We yeah, go, go back into solitary and make them bloody... Go and make some more of them angels.
2: <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I'll always do as I'm told. Yeah. I was not one for thinking about the afterlife before I died. I was more for living in the moment. Yeah, well, we all are. Well, believe me when I tell you, I was not disappointed when I got here. here oh, go. lovely. How easy people's passings would be if only they knew the joy that will be awaiting them. The moment the soul departs from planet Earth, the opportunities are infinite. Once the soul is ready to embrace the world, there is so much to see and do. I loved England, and at first I spent my time getting to know the country better, so we went, it <laughs> like went of a mini-break. Good
1: God, went all round the country, yeah.
2: I visited all the places I always said I would, but never got round to, and of others that I'd visited countless times, but I went back to see in a new light. You know... I love being close to the sea and breathing in the wonderful fresh air that a blustery sea always brings. Not anymore, not after they pump loads of shit into it. I wonder, and I'm just to turn the music off for a second. Mm.
1: I mean.
3: Well, it's, it's, it's naughty.
1: But I was going to ask if you could go around the country. And yeah. I know I have spoken to Spirit that doesn't it. It's all very well going up, seeing, you know, Cornwall, Ben Nevis, wherever, all the places you haven't visited yeah. on the National Express yeah. network. But wouldn't you? just go and go and have a look at some bosoms. Or, <laughs> you
2: know, I, I, see, I see bosoms every day. I know, you've got three of them. <laughs> Bloody, but wouldn't
1: you, you'd go and have a little peek at something. Uh, um, um,
2: or would oh, is that just me? I mean, it's maybe the, I'm it's, dirty. It's just you. I would want to go and get access to places. I would like to go and sit. Oh, I'll tell you what I'd love to do. Yeah. Go and sit in the green room at Lose Women.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I, oh it's funny you say that. I recently, you remember when I worked... Just a second, people. Do you remember recently when I worked with... It's um, a very dear friend of mine whose name I can't remember. Uh, Shan Gibson. Yes. Shan Gibson yes. from uh, TV's cast, mm. She told me something about Loose Women, which I will tell you later. <gasps> Let's continue. So yeah, he went for a little um, a, a, a jaunt up a jaunt and down by the, the by the seaside. Don't which... think badly of me that I would like to see naked people. If I came in, I mean I know Peter Stringfellow. He comes up and down. He's always looking. We at always want
2: oh! be... We always do what we didn't do in life, didn't we? Pe- well, of course. We've not I seen mean, enough all, nudges. all
1: I'm saying enough what <laughs> nudges? Enough nudges. All I'm saying is if you're bending over, getting something out of John Peter Peter Stringfellow comes up. <laughs> You'd think he'd have had enough now, Yeah, it's winning Bosman's holiday for him that. It's not like oh. working in the Cadbury's factory Isn't it? I go fishing most That's not most. a reference to <laughs> someone bending over <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism for someone's anus But carry on All Cadbury's factories aside
2: <laughs> And again, moving away from that sorry, image sorry. I go fishing most
1: <laughs> Oh, disgusting <laughs> So this fella, the dead fella, goes fishing, yeah?
2: he likes it. Here, we do not catch fish with hooks. We simply sit in our boats or on the shoreline and align our energies with the sea creatures. Ooh. What? This allows us to communicate mentally with them. I'm sure it's fascinating. How does that
1: happen? You you, you communicate with them and go, uh, come on, fish. Where's the fun in fishing? I know, especially, what's
2: a fish going to tell you? You can't remember out. He's going to go, yeah, I'm not... I'm not. Oh, fuck if I'm coming over there. You know, you're
1: yeah, <laughs> It's extremely hard to describe what an exchange with a dolphin or a whale is like. I know what it's like, honestly. Uh, these mammals are healers of the sea. On Earth, they spend their time trying to purify the waters, the planet and the people that's, who make it a better place. No, they that's do it, bollocks. They're, no, they do it on porpoise. No.
2: <laughs> they are. Say that. They're horny little bastards as well. Stop the music. Stop the music. Yeah. This... Uh, right, I know about someone who made a complaint after a holiday Go right, on. in Cuba, where they'd gone undergone the dolphin experience. But what they signed up for was not quite the experience they got. So they got in the water with the dolphin. What? The dolphin pushed them to the side of the pool and said, you, "You make me feel sexy." Yeah, bent them over the side of the pool Are you and humped them to the point where their pelvis broke. What a horrible story.
1: Linda, people join this podcast and like to listen to this podcast for a spiritual element. You've just alleged that one of the world's favourite mammals, the
2: Humboldt Flipper, how did he bend him over with his flippers? He pushed her to the side. Where was it? In Cuba. Pushed her to the side of the pool, hiked her up so she was like bent over the thing, like half out, half in, half out, and humped her. Oh, my God, that sounds absolutely disgusting. So just be careful, because they are flipping horny. I've seen things on TV about people having, quote-unquote, relationships with um, dolphins. They are quite highly sexed. Oh, they're
1: dirty bastards. Ah! Listen, hold on, what happened to her? Did her... I mean, when you go into action... She sued him. What, the dolphin?
2: (laughs) The dolphin trainer.
1: Oh, my God. When you go into A&E yeah. and you've broken your pelvis yeah. from rough Flipper. sex yeah. and you go, they go, well, how did that happen? And you say it was vigorous love making. Not in this case. What do you say? With a dolphin? I mean... <laughs> uh, that
4: Exactly.
2: The NHS are going to say, you're wasting my time. If you're on holiday, does your insurance, your travel insurance cover that? I know nurses. They don't judge openly. They tell you about it in the pub afterwards, all these people that fall heavily onto things. Yeah. You know, oh, I was on the ladder and I just fell onto this ke- ketchup bottle, for example, yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it might be. Ugh. Light bulb I've really? heard of, yeah. You're
1: kidding. No. Energy saving or the old style? don't think they checked. Oh, my God. Well, at least the doctor could have said... <laughs> just disgusting. be careful i tell you what this is and i may have said this once before on the podcast i remember being on the train once and there was a bloke talking about and it always made me laugh there's a bloke talking about how he'd been watching some sort of david attenborough thing about the reality of animals in the wild yeah and he said did you see that program about dolphins that they can be right little they can be quite uh, you know they can be quite violent and they yeah. can they're not, not and he went eh i still like them though <laughs> <laughs> They'll be, <laughs> They'll be glad to know. They'll be glad I You know, I mean
2: they're not humans, that's what they're doing in the wild. Yeah. The fact that they do like jump through hoops and stuff is just an accident. They enjoy doing that anyway. And normally they're jumping through, I don't know, like a whale's um. What? <laughs> Esophagus. Yeah, they're doing something nasty while they're jumping. Like when they knock a ball about, they're used to doing that with seals, aren't they?
1: Yeah, that's right. That's what they used to do—knocking them all over yeah. the place. Yeah.
2: So we just try, we're just trying to—I um, I don't know uh, what do you call it—humanise, it? San- sanitise some behaviour that yeah. they've developed. They don't do it for fun. They j- haven't got time j- for shits and giggles out in the that, wild. The,
1: I mean, the tr- you know, I mean that's the dolphin for, isn't it? Jumping up for, for to catch a fish, yeah. nuzzling in with their mother, trying to avoid whales, and banging Cuban holiday makers—the <laughs> bastards. <laughs> if there's any dolphins listening, fuck off. It's still like you though. Yeah, it's still still like them (laughs) (laughs) never mind that's dolphins (laughs) I want to use this one that's to any dolphins out there I still still love you (laughs) anyway let's move on We've done that to death. You might recall recently, of course, Linda, um, dear Ruth, who yeah. drew a picture of your three bosoms on my shower unit. Something else happened, which I did manage to get a recording oh, of. I God. saved it for this week. I will listen to this. <laughs> Well, uh, a number of people get in touch with me and say I've not really given Ruth the benefit of the doubt. So, Ruth is fine with this. You're right with this, aren't you, Ruth? I've set up the recording equipment. Yes. Right. Uh, <laughs> in a way to... Well, I hope I do prove Ruth correct. You claim to be in touch with the afterlife, don't you, I Ruth? see. I do see ghosts. You do, do see ghosts. Well, this is your opportunity mm-hmm. to... Maybe allow them to channel through you to mm-hmm. prove to me. Because I'll admit, I've not been very kind about it. I've, I've had my doubts about it. You know I see ghosts. OK. Well, you've seen... I mean, you've always seen them. I'm te- many more than me, and I'm the one with the, the, the skills, the gift. Maybe I've got a bigger gift. Yeah, OK. Right, well, let's not get into that... Now, what we're we going to do...
5: Linda.
1: OK. Well, Linda doesn't see ghosts, does she? She's a very... No. Prof- what? No, she doesn't. No, she's a very proficient... Um, well, she does my admin. She joins me on the show. Not very well. She, yeah, well, she does it very well. Thank mm. you. So, what... Right. Doesn't... Do right. well. What I thought we would do is you've got a pen and paper there. Well, hopefully, Spirit's going to go through, yeah, and you've heard of automatic writing? Yes. Where Spirit, we did did an experiment with Linda the other week, where Spirit uses your motor skills? Your
5: motorbike.
1: Sorry? I've got to do it on my motorbike. No, the no spirit will use your motor skills, your ability to, well, co- combine your mind with your, with you know dexterity to write. Mm-hmm. I'm asking spirit to come through you, use your motor skills to combine hand and head to write. Just like, right, Just hold the pen. Okay. Hold the pen. I want you to hold the pen, and we'll. I'll just. I'll be quiet and just allow spirit to work through you. Open your mind. Open your mind, Ruth. I, I can okay. feel the spirit in my arm.
5: Right, okay. I'm not going to do anything, I'm just going to let... Clever spirit. Clever spirit. You're writing,
1: good, you're writing. Very good, very (sighs) good. Don't you do it. Let spirit, let spirit come
5: through. Spirit's doing it, it's clever.
1: Right. Oh, I can't
5: stop it writing.
3: Right.
1: Well, honestly...
5: I've Spirit's written something, Clinton. All
1: right, okay, let's have a look. Okay, stop, stop now, stop. Right. Right. Okay. Just... Just tell me what is written. It's a bit of a scribble there. What's that say? Linda
5: is shit. (sighs) Wants to write more, Clinton. No. Right. What else? Doing it again.
1: No. Mm. It's not. No, it's not right. Mm. What does that say? Linda done invoicing shit. Linda Done invoicing She did the invoicing very bloody well, thank you No, according to the spirit But what does that say?
5: Linda Saggy tits
1: I don't think you're doing this properly
5: Three saggy tits
1: Linda's got three Yeah, I can see what you've written there What you've written, Linda's got three saggy tits The
5: spirit wrote it
1: Right, well I don't think it did Put the, put the pen down. Put the pen down, please. Put the
5: pen. Just put, put it down.
1: Pen.
5: What? I can't put it down. The spirit's still in me. Hang on. Uh,
1: I'm just gonna go and make a cup of tea. I've had enough of it.
5: Spirit stopped. What does that say? I am a ghost, and I don't think Linda is any good. Right. Linda put wrong paper in recycling. Uh, I, I think it says she is. Bitch. Linda farted in the (laughs) kitchen. I heard her. Okay.
1: I'm just gonna leave this now, Ruth. Absolutely pointless. Thank you. Sorry about that.
2: Uh, I think know. she's got a bee in her bonnet about me. I don't know, I'm just getting she a feeling. She has got
1: a bloody bee in her bonnet and that's why I booted her out the house.
2: You invited her back in though, didn't you, as soon as my back was turned. I know, darling, I'm
1: sorry. I, there's a lot happened when your back's turned. <laughs> Interview... <laughs> when your back's turned, it's a little bit like what I said before about Peter Stringfellow. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Coming across as a little bit dolphinish, aren't you I? Are a little a bit, bit, a bit too bit flipper. much. Be less flipper. Be less flipper. Uh, anyway, I'll edit that out later. <laughs> now we have an interview with Mike Wilkinson, oh, yeah. uh, who I met. He's a very funny comedian. He was comparing. When I did something the other night, way, way up in Maryport in Cumbria. Have a listen to this. Mike, understand. Uh, first of all, hello. Thank you for joining.
4: Hello, hello, Ian Clinton. <laughs> Sorry, Clinton. Oh,
1: fucking cheek. Anyway, it's nice to make an impact, isn't it? That's what I always think. Anyway, <laughs> it's all right. They're thinking about the show, don't matter. None taken. Anyway, Mike, <laughs> Mark, Clint. could you please... T- I understand you are a believer in the super bloody natural.
4: I am indeed. Uh, I, uh, I have trouble sleeping and I've recently got into a CD called Sleep. And it lasts for about eight to ten hours, and it by the name of the composer, escapes in it, Max, Max someone, yes. it's a German fellow. Of- anyway, he does these gigs live, and people, instead, it's like the anti-gig, people lay beds and sleep during the gig. You're joking. No? What, they set up beds at the yeah, gig? Yeah, yeah, it's like the opposite of a rock concert. Bloody hell, sounds like one of my gigs, go on. <laughs> But uh, So I listen to this music not every night just to get me off to sleep because yeah. I struggle with sleep. But yeah. uh, but I go into sort of a bit of a deep trance as well and I, I was in this sort of trancy type stage. And this is friend, promising, I like this, go on. Yeah, a friend of mine, Dave, who passed away five, six years ago, I literally had a conversation with him and he said to me, I couldn't see him, but I knew he was there. And he said to me, ask Chris, his partner, Christine. Yeah. Ask her about the knife. The knife. The knife, So, which is a strange thing. So I, um, the day after, I phoned Christine up and I said, um, you won't believe this, but I was speaking to Dave and he asked me about, asked Christine about the knife. And she went, oh, my God, what? what, what I said, what's the story? And she said, well, when he was a lad growing up, there was this bone handle big bread knife like we all had back in the day. Yeah. And it belonged to his grandmother, so and it was really a, a real special thing to him and when she died, everybody wanted it, so he threw it in the hedge yeah. and went back later that night and he's kept it and he was just wanted to know it was safe. And Bloody hell. Yeah, no, I
1: And you? she said, yes, it is safe.
4: It is safe, yeah.
1: and. Look, I'm going the play Devil's Advocate. You know I believe in this stuff, don't I you, don't Mike? I mean, it's my stock in sense trade. Sense. That's what the bloody uh, podcast is all about. Indeed, uh, Ian Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. But what I want you to, <laughs> n- What I want you to <laughs> tell me is: Are you certain that's not just your subconscious playing tricks on you?
6: Mm.
4: Yeah. I knew you, nothing really? about that night
1: and, and, but oh. I mean, he was definitely there it wasn't just Adrian featuring this I mean you felt you no, 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 a no. strong sense of him being I, there I was,
4: absolutely I, was, I spoke to him um, I couldn't see him but I could sense him there and, and we were having a conversation not as, as, as a conversation like we're having now but yeah. it, was, it was a communication of sorts oh definitely God,
1: Mike thank you I think if, if, you, if you could meet and see Mikey you'd realise he's a very rational man Quite a stern look on his face. He's not given to hyperbole. Yeah. He's not given to bullshit. So I believe you, mate. Thank you. All right, thank you. Spill it fading now. Fading now. Mike Wilkinson there. No offence, he called me Ian. Uh, don't, I don't know. It's nice to make an impression, isn't it? I, was I got called
2: Sarah yesterday, and I'm always going to be Sarah to that person now. Who called you that? Do I know them? No. Who was it? It was a, it was a relation of a friend of mine who I'd been introduced to. Yeah. And uh, it was all very nice, and I felt, you know, I, I, I've been brought along to this family, do, and they're being very very nice, and I didn't like to say my yeah. name isn't Sarah, so
1: I'm mm. going to be Sarah forever. That's
2: the end of that anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just best not to correct, isn't it?
1: Oh, well, I corrected him. Let's get on with it. <laughs> now, something that Mike Wilkinson was talking about here, which I did want to draw on, is um, about going off to sleep. What do you listen to to go off to sleep?
2: Oh, I've got um, one of them um, daylight lamp things. Oh, I know. sort of gradually yeah. becomes the day or gradually becomes the night, and it does cricket sounds.
1: That's nice, very relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sometimes convene with spirit, very very relaxing. Some, Is that what there. you call it? Yeah.
2: No. That... Nature <laughs> sleeping pill, isn't
1: it? Nature sleeping pill. Vigorously <laughs> connecting with spirit. Some of my favourites: Dinodors, <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> Evil Can Evil. And uh, so anyway, I do, but I do uh, the thing I really like, and I do find it very spiritual. Yeah. I mean, um, of course, uh, Mike alluded to it there. You know, you can get these relaxation relaxation tapes. Yes. What have you? Do you know what I like? ASMR. Do you, Do, you? Do you? Oh, I love it. Do you people out there know ASMR? What does it stand for? An auto something. something. But it's it's that thing you know where it's something that's very very relaxing. It can set off tingles yes.
2: in you. I don't know. It drives me mad. I just think. Speak up. Really? Oh, yeah, I like. Do you this whole thing? Why they talking like that? I aren't they? love it. I've got one that Have I. Have you seen one where they clean ears? Ew, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, It goes. All right, I'm just going to clean your ears now. And it'll get like a cotton bud and like wipe it on the. Um, Microphone. Well, I'm just going to take the other one
1: now. We could, we could bring out our own one. What well, I want, you, listen, people. If you don't, if you don't know ASMR, you've got to get into it. I can't decide whether it makes me a pervert. I think or it not. is
2: a bit pervert. Is it? I think what it to is... relax and hear someone talking it's to you? I bet it's always a woman whispering that you have.
1: Well, the one I, yes, the one I love is <laughs> honestly.
2: There it is. If anyone can get me also, an introduction. Listen to the tone of your voice. They're talking about it. What? You're a pervert. Oh,
1: don't. Mm, yeah, the one I love is um. Oh, don't be so mm. disgusting. You're, you're me feel sexy. The one who makes me feel sexy is. She do not make me feel sexy, she makes me feel relaxed. Blue, yeah. Blue Whisper. Do you know Blue Whisper? <laughs> oh, come on. Blue Whisper! I <laughs> will listen Sounds to Blue like br- Yeah, hold on. <laughs> like a condom brand. I <laughs> will listen to Blue Whisper. This is my favourite. Love her. Listen. If you
3: want to
4: get some real work done, then you have to feel better first. She's.
1: Okay. She's not a good She doesn't do the whispering. No, no, that's not... That That sounds too dirty. She doesn't normally do the dirty stuff. How
3: long have you been wearing this?
1: Well, quite a long time, actually, Blue Whisper.
3: You've been wearing
1: this for two days. Yes, I have Blue Whisper, yeah. Why
3: do you change your clothes? Well,
1: because I can't be asked, love. It's only me.
3: No, even if you are sick, you have to change your clothes. Oh, I'm sick, huh? Oh. I'll make you feel better.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, I see. It's you nice. Mummy role play. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, it... <laughs> And I've got to tell you, it's not really that it makes me feel. It's more
2: relaxing I don't than think that. She's a good whisperer, though. She's one of those people. You go, can you whisper? And she goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wearing I'm, them clothes. I'm whispering. I'm whispering to you. You're not whispering. <laughs> I'm whispering to you. Stop wearing them clothes. Yeah. You're a dirty, dirty
1: boy. This is this is this is one. <laughs> this is Cheryl. She's a British one. Cheryl ASMR.
3: So if you're not familiar to my channel you'll know that lots of train
2: sounds train come and sounds. go and i just incorporate them into my videos oh because no. they are quite relaxing no. she's got a licky so, voice i'm going to talk you through all Listen. the 32 boroughs
4: Linda, uh,
1: Linda, that's what I like about it. I Linda don't. has just d- run away from the microphone. She well, hated I that think, so much. it's horrible. Well, one of my neighbours, Barry, he w- was doing these tapes for his wife because she's in <laughs> hospital. Oh, and I've played him to my SMR and I've listen to his new one. <laughs> But this is Barry with his ASMR to send you to sleep.
3: Oh, is it frizzling on the clock? Comfortable. Okay, so it's time to relax. Some tricky tricky tricks. Some trickle words. Do nice trickle words to make you feel all relaxed. To tell you, i I had a lovely bit of cake, a bit of cake, and some carrots, and some nice car- I had some carrots, it's making you feel nice, I had some carrots for my dinner, and after, that, you know, my dinner was steak, chips, I do know, nice bit of cake, cake, Ghostly.
1: What did you think of that, Linda? Wow, that was that was a bit that was a bit lippy, wasn't it? Bit... Margaret is in for a real e- She's experience. She's in for a real, a real a pe- bit like a dolphin experience <laughs> in Cuba. <laughs> Bloody hell! Now to your sexy Skype messages.
3: New message. Hi, Clinton. It's Kevin from County Durham. I'm hoping you can get in touch with the. CD- Just to ask them, really, do they have a band uh, where they're at now?
1: Hi, Clinton. It's Stefan from the salon. Um, Long time no see. Well, very long time no see, actually. Um, I've heard on the Great Barn you've been uh, going to other salons for your treatments, for your manscaping. Um, I want to know, am I still coming on tour with you? And if not, your home is six hundred and fifty
3: five pounds for the last three months treatment.
2: Hi Clinton. Um it's Grace. I just wanted to say I'm so excited to come and see your tour. Um I'm coming with loads of my friends and we all love you so much. Um okay, thanks. That's all. Uh fading now, fading now.
3: Oh, hello, Mr Baptiste.
1: It's Brian from the chemist. Just to say I've got your tube of cream for your
3: Third eye.
1: They're not getting any better, though, <laughs> Never mind. Now, I recently did a gig with a lady called Victoria Shortley, very funny, newish comedian. When I was in Redcar, and it turns out you're going to like this. Oh, you know Rendlesham Woods in yes. Suffolk where the UFO happened.
2: Yes, and wasn't it RAF people that saw more American? That's right, American,
1: people. and you're about to find out about this because it turns out you're not to believe this, people. Her, she was talking about she lives in Suffolk, and I mentioned Rendlesham, and she said to me that her own father, what she she. It was American, worked in the base. And he was there when the bloody UFO came. Wow. Have a listen to this. This is Victoria's shortly when I asked her about it.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com. in four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: I'm here on the second night in Station Road Red Car and we've got a whole new lineup for tonight's show doesn't matter i haven't mentioned the first night show but with us is victoria shortly she'll be on shortly and she is here to talk That's a courtesy laugh from her there she'd never heard that before never, never ever and she's going to be telling us about this is the most amazing things for those of you who are interested in ufos uh, on you know unidentified flying objects the alien life that might be living amongst us she is somebody and you're going to love this but we soon we're going to have a fella on who's an expert on ufo so as a precursor to this i discovered this lady her father was in the u.s air force victoria
6: hello hello Tell us everything you know about the incident in Rendlesham in 1981. Well, we have forests in Rendlesham, dark, deep forests. Right. You know, and all of a sudden, these Americans, who obviously worked on the base, saw something in the sky. Yes. Now, they were laughed at. You know, as yeah. most Americans are laughed at. Right. You know? Well, you're doing yourself down because you, I believe mean,
1: your father was one of these. He sac- was American.
6: indeed, and um, was he a visible yeah. sort of character? He was very tall. Very tall, very yeah. tall gentleman. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. but um, and they saw this light, and obviously they thought it was a UFO, and yeah. they went running to tell everyone, and right. it just became a story. You know, films have been made about right. it. You know, I feel honoured to be living there now. Tell me, Victoria, what did your father say about these UFOs? We've been very, very spooky. A lot of discussion about it. I, I firmly yeah. believe those were aliens that were coming down to visit. He didn't say too much. He wasn't with the group that, that saw them. So, right. But from my recollection, he didn't buy it. Well, what do you mean? Well, he didn't believe they were UFOs. what were they what did this tall man think they were well probably
1: shooting stars right just a second it took let's just rewind as i understood it a ufo came down
6: yeah
1: there was shrapnel on the ground in the no don't poo poo it victoria please there was trap on the ground that was collected. There were lights in the sky. Yeah. It wasn't, with all due respect, a fucking shooting style,
6: was it? Well, I think probably the, the British Air Force liked to play tricks on the American Air Force. They used to have these games as well oh, yeah. where they'd kind of play against each other. And the British actually managed to kidnap the American head honcho right. of the Air Force. So, to be honest, the Americans weren't that e- were quite easy to... To con. To, to, to con. What yeah. did your father say? Did he... T- did, but for a while, was he... Sp- I mean, did his, his fellow... presumably you his fellow
1: military men did believe it Probably, quite Probably,
6: right? yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest, because I'm quite a lot younger than your good self, um, I wasn't really born at that time. So the raw energy that my dad must have had at the time, yeah. I would not have known. Right. Victoria, you have rather pissed on me chips here. Uh, or, as you Americans would say... Slash on me french fries haven't you yeah maybe but uh, you know you wanted an exclusive i mean i was well, that's related not much, to that's someone was there not an exclusive is it my love well it's better than when you're going to get from anyone else out there isn't it well is it is it well isn't it well i think so i don't think so
1: right, well, well that's wrong well you did well, rather step you know, forward and i did the best well because... you did rather step forward and suggest you knew something about rendlesham
6: well i lived there so fucking what? Well, I lived one. I live near Manchester. It doesn't make me play a manager for Man United, does it? Well, no, but you might know about Coronation Street and stuff.
1: Right, the lady who wants to come through from the toilet now, which is marginally more interesting than the story you just told. Oh,
6: that's
1: thank just... you. Thank you. Right, thank you. You
6: tell someone your life story, and this is what you. There's not
1: much of a life story, is it? Well, it is my thing? life. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Underwhelming. Well. Underwhelming. It
2: had a lot of promise, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think she rather
1: gave me the impression she had an inside track on it, but she mm. knew less about it than I did, it seems. Because I'm a firm believer in the t- If you go to TikTok, as I'm a great exp- exponent of this. TikTok, if you go to TikTok, there's loads of stuff. All my algorithm, as you know, is yeah. ghosts and UFOs. And them lucky women. And Licky women <laughs> uh, And the what I've discovered is that there are so many of these videos, I don't believe they, they've they got to be real. Uh... They've got to be real. Because there's millions of them. And do you really think all those people are faking
4: UFOs?
2: No, they're not. Why? Honestly? Well, why? Why would they? To say something on TikTok. either that or dancing on the spot, isn't it? You are so fucking negative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could do that whenever I speak to you, my love. <laughs> You have a look at TikTok and have a look at some of the UFOs there. All right, yeah, yeah. All right. This is from Rachel in Connecticut and it comes from Cosmopolitan magazine. Would you please put on the spooky music, Linda? Yes.
2: This is a true incident that I witnessed and I hope you guys will understand what I went through. So here is my story. All right. I came to Mumbai in 2019 from Kanpur in search of a job and quickly, with my friend's recommendation, I receive a job offer at a well-known marketing company. In the beginning, I stayed with my friend for a couple of months. However, I needed to find my own apartment so I can have my own space. This
1: is boring, isn't it? This is really boring. I should have edited this down. Anyway, the point is, I found a rented apartment close to my office, which was located in Antiri East. Quickly, I moved in and had my own space. I was happy, but my happiness did not last long. I still remember it. It was the 4th of December, 2019. And I came back home around 10:30 p.m. after a long day at work. All right, look, we don't need every fucking. Nice I know, pizza. We're living it in real time. Aren't we? Yeah, I just wanted to rest, so I decided to order my meal from Zomato, and that's when things went the wrong way. Oh, I've had that before. <laughs> they
2: dropped me a milkshake in me um, Ooh. burger.
1: Who's Zomato?
2: No, uh, just eat or something. I can't. Okay, remember. Okay,
1: well, this is supposed to be a scary story, so let's get back to the. Ah!
2: Scariness. On the app, it showed 25 minutes for the food to be delivered, so God. I decided to have a quick shower and wait for my dinner again. We don't
1: need to know all this. We don't need to see 25 minutes out. of food, yeah,
2: OK. I was preparing for my shower, I get a phone call from my mother. I got so engrossed talking to her that I did not realise we spoke for almost an hour and my food hasn't been delivered. Yes, okay, we've got it. You're waiting for some food. Yes, I ended yes, yes, yes. my call with my mother and decided to call the delivery guy. You would. Okay. Even after calling him several times, he did not answer. They don't. I was pissed now. No, oh, that's oh, American. No, no, American. That's what okay. they say. And decided to call the restaurant. After inquiring with them, they informed me that the delivery guy left some time ago. They always do. And... And they would check on him. And they would check on him. I was so pissed that I was going to give bad reviews and even complain to the Zomato team. Meanwhile, I was typing the review. The doorbell rang and I was all ready to fight. But the minute I opened the door, I was confused and shocked at the same time. Imagine. I could see the delivery guy standing outside my door, but he was bleeding from his head. (laughs) My anger soon turned to concern and I asked him if he was fine he was obviously not fine and needed medical help. But he did not
1: reply to my question. He just said, I am sorry for being late and moved his hand towards me to give me the food I've been waiting so long for. But it was strange that he did not have the food package with him. What? Poor Blunt's head is bleeding. She's only interested in fucking food. He himself got confused and said that he must have left the food package on his bike and said he would come back in a minute and he left me on the doorstep.
2: The poor son! From his head. Oh, she's wondering about the fucking food. But anyway, where's my tikka masala? Oh, this is all
1: very well. You (laughs) bleeding out of your. Helmet, excuse me, (laughs) which happened to me once. While all this happened, I got a call from the restaurant's manager and he said, we are sorry to inform you, get this, but our delivery boy has met with an accident and died on the spot. (laughs) I don't believe you get that level of detail in that (laughs) phone call. And then he says, we will resend you the order. This is all about getting a fucking food. No, no, they resend. To be fair, he did die, but they did resend the order.
2: (laughs) I I mean, I did say I would have... You know, lost me appetite, the yeah. greedy fat bitch. <laughs> Go on, what's she saying? After hearing this, I could not believe what happened to me. To, to you. you? I was shocked and confused. We know that. You were shocked hungry. and confused I'm at hungry. the same time. Yeah. On. I even went down to check if the delivery guy was there but yeah. could not find anyone. Oh. I even checked with my building watchman but he did not see any delivery guy. I did not tell anyone but I know I felt witnessed something supernatural which cannot be explained. Yeah. But this incident still haunts me to date. I hope you could feel what I felt. But I'm still scared to share this story with anyone because I feel no one will believe me. Do you think she
1: went down and spoke to the building watchman and said, oh... I understand he died. Uh, did anyone leave
2: <laughs> any? No burger. Just the starters. No <laughs> prawn crackers. Uh, is there anything Then for She friends? went straight on to online.
1: Oh, she went
2: she went straight on to shitty yeah, review. shitty
1: review and got in touch with Wagamama. again.
2: Send me something else! Two stars would not recommend died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> died on route. Even sent his ghost to ship me up. Cold food. Yeah. <gasps> Silly cow. Well, Linda, 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 what are you going to do now? Well,
2: honestly, I'm quite peckish after that story. Oh,
1: yes. But so I'll be right. going
2: and getting it myself.
1: Yes. Don't listen. Please, people. If you do ever phone a delivery or any of those things and the port delivery driver dies on the way, you know, have a heart. I know you're hungry. Go on, you... Book something yourself. You lazy sod. You You're know you could have done that anyway. bastard. Anyway, on that lovely note... Have a nice day. <laughs> have a nice day. And don't get... Oh, trigger, 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 trigger. Tr- Don't get too many trigger...
2: Too, too licky, have a drink.
1: Trick, trigger, trigger words. There'll be more ASMR next week if it doesn't make you too sick. Bye-bye.
2: Oh, it's so licky, I don't
5: like it.
3: Baby, i want to thank you i want to love you i want to hold you
1: thank you barry white there so went wrong with his voice i want to thank victoria shortly mike wilkinson i want to thank uh, ruth abbott linda pollock for joining me today and most of all to thank you and remind yes i'm going to remind you again i'm on tour from the 22nd of September, all over the country. Uh, I think by the time you've got this, we've probably done, uh, well, Darwin. We'll be at Charlie, Chesterfield, Kingsland, Leeds, Middleton, Walsall, Winchester, St. Helens, Whitley Bay, Scarborough. Don't let me go on, it's all over the bleeding country. Go to ClintonBaptiste.com forward slash live.
3: And I'm going to hold in my arms, baby. Touch your bum
1: Thanks, Barry. Okay, until next time. Well, it's Peter Baptiste saying namaste. See you on tour.
3: Yeah,
1: right. fading now.